Hello, and welcome to the Humumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown. The podcast where we watch 31 horror movies throughout the hallowed month of October. Ranging from the critically acclaimed to film school projects gone gruesomely awry. And we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Sully Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies seriously. Today's movie is The Midnight Man from anywhere from 2016 to 2018. Nobody knows. This movie tells us the story of three teenagers who decide to play a game they find in one of the teenagers' grandma's attics. That's an interesting sentence. And the game, of course, tons of fun, is, you know, to prick your finger and put a drop of your blood on paper with your signature next to it and stick it on the door and light a candle and then blow out the candle, then put then go outside, then come back in, <laughs> and then wait three and a half hours. It's really fun. Yes. I mean, you, you do all of the things, and then the Midnight Man is in your house trying to kill you, and you wait three and a half hours. You try to, like, survive. Yeah. It's good times. It's pretty good times, I would have to say. Um, it I mean, wasn't it's sort really of like, for them. Sort of like living in America today. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This, yesterday was quite a day. This movie probably has our quickest time to death of any movie we've seen, which is maybe a minute and a half or so. Yes. The grandmother whose house contains the game for the majority of the movie, she is a child during the like prologue flashback yeah. piece. And she and her friend and her brother are playing. Right away, the friend <laughs> gets turned into a puddle of blood on the attic floor. Except for her head. Except for her head, which the Minuteman presents to them, is holding to them, <laughs> yeah. for them. Um, and then, in probably one of the most <laughs> spectacular murders we've seen this month... Yeah. Her brother decides to break those rules we told you about of the game and goes outside the front door of the yeah, house. He, he doesn't want to play anymore. And he explodes. Vaporizes. Just just a fine mist. Yes. Instantly. Yes. Which, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was something else. <laughs> and it was so unexpected. <laughs> so unexpected. It was. It was like, oh no, is it going to chase him down and kill him? No. Just, no. He, he explodes. No, like I knew something was going to happen to him. Obviously he was going to die, but yeah, something was going to attack him. The Miniman <laughs> was going to get him, right? No. He broke the rules and he the universe just disintegrated him. Yeah. So, if you ever decide to play the game, you gotta play to the end, guys. You gotta. Yeah, I mean, that's important. And that was, sadly, that was like almost the end. That was like 3.31 a.m. And that you have to yeah. stay in there till 3.33. So, yeah. real close. Which is a random, arbitrary thing. Like, it starts exactly at... Midnight. Midnight. And it's so, like... You have to knock 22 times on a wooden door with the last knock ending at exactly the stroke of midnight or some nonsense like that. And then just some, like, all right, and then three hours 
and 33 minutes later, it ends. Which I understand, you know, okay, 333, I get it, whatever. You're calling it arbitrary. It feels like you don't have the rules down, Pat. I don't. So, I'm going to tell you that this movie is real. (laughs) And I have the source material right in front of (laughs) me. This movie is based on a creepypasta called The Midnight Game. And for those who don't know, which may be one or two of you. I didn't know. The Midnight Game is an old pagan ritual. I'm reading from the Creepypasta Wiki. Used mainly as punishment for those who have broken the laws of the pagan religion in question. Whatever that religion might be. While it was mainly used as a scare tactic to not disobey the gods, there is still a very existent chance of death to those who play the midnight game. So, you know, be careful, kids. Yeah. There's an even higher chance of permanent mental scarring. It is highly recommended that you, all caps, do not play the midnight game. (laughs) However... For those few thrill-seekers searching for a rush, or for those delving into obscure occult rituals, these are simple instructions on how to play. Do so at your own risk. And it goes on to detail it. It starts at midnight, as you said. Candle, piece of paper, writing implement, matches or a lighter, salt, a wooden door, and at least one drop of your own blood. Ingredients. Yes. Everybody needs their own materials, apparently. I feel like they don't need their own paper and writing implements. But it, right, it I says, feel like all the names were on, on a single paper. piece of paper. Maybe and... that was movie magic, and in the real world you can't do that. Well, maybe they did that in the movie, because if they had had them follow the rules exactly, they would have actually been playing. That's true. Well... They probably weren't doing it at midnight, though. You don't know that. They were shooting day for night. I'm just making <laughs> that up. Um, it uh, it it reminds me of like um, hot wiring a car. You know, movies and TV depict it incorrectly, specifically, so they don't accidentally teach you. Mm. And I feel like that's what we're dealing with yeah. here. Yeah, that makes sense. They're yeah. just trying to keep us safe. So anyway, unlike the people on, at posting this creepy pasta, <laughs> who you to do die. not care, they'd say they don't want you to play the game. But if they didn't want you to play the game, maybe they wouldn't put the rules up. I know. So yeah, you have to stay there till three thirty-three a.m. You forgot one of the rules. I don't even know if it's a real rule. I haven't I actually read of these the rules. I'm sure. But the uh, the important rule of don't stay in one place. <gasps> oh, which I'm so glad yeah. that you mentioned that because that is. A very important rule. It was actually discussed multiple times throughout yeah, the movie. It was. All while they were actually breaking the rule. Like they would uh-huh. stand in one place for 15 minutes yeah. talking about the game and about what was going on and whether they should be playing or not. And specifically telling each other that they had to keep moving while they were not moving. Like, oh my gosh, I was so frustrated. It's weird because it's such an arbitrary rule. I mean, for one second. For a minute? How long is too long in one place? What What's the rule? Yeah, it's a very arbitrary rule. But I would think, like, they stood around for a very long time. Yeah. They stayed in the same room. Well, like, they just flat out stood in one place. Like, it, it, even if the rule was, like, you have to, you can just be moving around in the same room. They weren't even do, doing like, that. jumping jacks. Just pace around <laughs> in circles, something. I don't know. Yeah. No, they were yeah. just standing around. Which sitting around. reminds me of... What I think is probably the biggest problem with this movie. <laughs> okay. What's that? It's, I, I guess it's really the main character who did this, but she had lots of help. Every, okay, twice, 
that I can think of. She would go out of the room. She who? Alex would leave the room she was in to go do something. In one case, it was to go get her grandma's vanity mirror. In another case, it was to save the life of the other girl by getting uh, a new candle for her because her candle burned out and apparently was unlightable. Oh, yeah. So she would leave the room and what would follow is a good, the second time, 20 minutes of the movie of she had a little romantic conversation with her boyfriend or her wannabe boyfriend. She wound all the clocks on a massive wall <laughs> that full was the of other clocks. Time. Yeah. Freddy Krueger shows up at their house. She has a conversation with him. They walk around the house with him and talk more. They just go on and on and on while the girl's in the other room with no lit candle just going, gee, I hope they get back soon. Uh, well, the girl's <laughs> in the other room with no lit candle being murdered by the Midnight well, Man. They didn't know that. But they, they should come back. Like, okay, hold on. What do you mean they didn't know that? Well, I mean, that? they like, didn't know it was literally happening. So they knew it was a risk. The rules of the game involve, like, if your candle goes out, the Midnight Man is going to kill you. You have to yeah. get it lit again. You have to stay inside a circle of salt until, you know, until you can get it lit again. She goes off to get the candle... Wanders around, does half a dozen chores, whatever. Yeah, anything. What did she think was happening during that time? It's definitely something the writers did totally wrong. Like, they were like, so that scene happened. Now let's say, oh, the next thing is this, let's do the romance angle with her boyfriend. And they're like, right. But guys, <laughs> did you forget why she left the room? Yeah, and that happens when, like, I know that happens to me when I write, where I'm writing, there's multiple things happening, and you forget that time is passing in both of those places. Yeah. Like, or should be passing in both of those places. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That is, That does seem like that's what happened there. The other girl, Kelly, was actually very clever. Like... I mean, aside from the fact that she came in after the game was had started and was like, obviously, the only way I can help you is if I join the game. Yeah. There was zero evidence to that. And in fact, we know there was zero evidence to that. And it wasn't true at all because uh, Freddy Krueger comes in later mm -hmm. and helps them without joining the game. In fact, he's yeah. like, wait, <laughs> there are three of you playing? Like, he was incredulous that this third person had done it. Yeah. I, and we should point out that Freddy Krueger is not a crazed serial killer with claws. He's just Robert Englund playing a part of a doctor. Right. Like he does in so, so yes. many horror movies. Yeah, we. this is a classic. Yeah. Anyway, aside from that, like, lapse in judgment, she was actually very clever and, and way more clever than Alex or <laughs> uh, her boyfriend, whatever, Miles. Because she's in the Circle of Salt, the Minuteman, who is a flat out cheater like he he just cheats like there are rules and he just cheats the rules he does whatever he wants yeah pretty much so kelly the minute man is cheating and trying to like break through her circle of salt yeah. which he shouldn't be able to do because that's the whole point of the circle <laughs> of salt is that it protects and yeah if you screw up your circle of salt okay yeah he should be trying to trick you into doing that sure or you know, scares you out of the circle or if something in nature 
d messes with the circle on its own. Like, okay, fine. If water had dripped out of the ceiling like it was, dripped yeah. out of one of those pipes and messed up her circle, I would have been fine with it. Yeah. But he's over there, like, tipping over buckets of water <laughs> and, like, manipulating to yeah. try to destroy this circle. And it just, it was cheating. And it was... And that bothers you. You don't think he should be a bad guy. No, I think he should be a bad guy. But I think if there are <laughs> rules, and I feel like we've covered this multiple times this year. This is my overall 2020. <laughs> That's why you're on the wrong side box, of 2020. Is that if you have established rules in your story, you have to follow those rules or your story doesn't work. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's doing all this cheating and she was actually doing a really job of good job of countering it. Like he's, you know, trying to poke a hole in a bucket and send some water her way. And she makes a dam out of the dirt from a flower pot and protects her salt. And like, it was good. It was impressive, but it didn't matter because he could cheat as much as he wanted. I know. He ended up just throwing a bucket of water on her. I'm like, well, why, like, why do you even have the rules? Like, why are you even participating in this game if you're not interested in playing by any kind of rules? Um, let's talk about Granny for a little while. So was she, did she have dementia or was she just broken from the fact that she played, won the game when she was a kid, but that, like, that, that, that you're, like, well, permanently scarred because of that? They made it clear you know, towards the end of the movie that she was possessed by the Midnight Man. Now, I think that was only during the game, but is that a thing because she won the game? Now she's like a vessel that he can occupy? I don't know, but if that's the outcome of winning the game, I feel like that should be included somewhere in the instructions of the game. I did not see that here. I do see that indications that you are near the Midnight Man will include sudden drop in temperature Seeing a pure black humanoid figure through the darkness. So yeah, seeing the Midnight Man is an indication that he's near, for example. <laughs> and, to know. And hearing very soft whispering coming from an indiscernible source. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, congratulations, you've won. I now get to possess you whenever I want is, uh, <laughs> again, a sign of cheating. <laughs> well, that goes to one of my big problems with the whole premise of the movie, which is they found some rules and they're like, let's play this game. There's no upside is what, is what gets me. Like, okay, so you do your knocking and the Midnight Man is now in your house and you have to survive him until 3.30. And then you've won? You feel good about yourself? Is it, is it about pride? Like, I mean, what's the benefit? I think, well, I guess before I realized that you were possessed if you won. Well, yeah, we don't know if that's for real, but yeah. I mean, it definitely seemed like it. I felt like I would never have played this game, but there are definitely people who do things just for the sake of being able to say, I did that and I survived. I mean, I'm thinking about every person yeah. who's ever climbed, like, Mount Everest, you know? like Yeah, it, I mean, it's a thing, but it feels more like... I don't know, buying a shark and bringing him into your swimming pool and have it in jumping in as opposed to going to the ocean and swimming in the sharks somehow to me. Like, yeah, like, I see that. Why would you put in all this effort to just get yourself killed? Yeah, I don't know. But I feel like there's definitely a personality type out there that would go for something like this. Like that danger is a 
thing. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, in and of itself, it's the reward. I'm certainly not one of those people. No, I, I want there to be a cash prize. <laughs> make it worth my while. What cash prize would make it worth uh, inviting the Midnight Man into the house? For me? Yeah. Nothing. It's, it's not an issue for me. I don't want that. <laughs> but I'm sure there are people who would, you know, if they made it 100 bucks, there are plenty of people who'd go for it. If they made it 10000 there are a lot more people who'd go for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? I mean, he should offer. It's only polite. Yeah. Um, I think if you're listening, you should leave a comment wherever you learned about this podcast and tell us what monetary amount would it take to get you to play this game that has no real reward. Except now it does. Except for money, I guess. But you still end up possessed by the Minuteman <laughs> and you have to survive for three hours and 33 minutes. I mean, if if it includes <laughs> that he's going to possess you for winning, then there's no way. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, fine. Take that out of there. <laughs> if you don't end up possessed at the end, you just have to survive for three hours and 33 minutes following these bizarre rules Very while bizarre. the Minuteman tries to murder you. Yeah. What monetary amount would make you play this game? I'm curious. And zero dollars is cool if you're the person who... Sure. You know, wants the thrill... If you're like, heck, I've already played this game, let us know. I want to know. Yeah, and you're not coming over because you <laughs> no. might be possessed. <laughs> Definitely. So the other thing, the other element we haven't really discussed yet is that the Minuteman kills you using your greatest fear. Ooh, this yeah. might change the monetary value for some of our listeners. Yeah, I mean, listen to the whole podcast before you pick your monetary <laughs> right, amount. Right. So... Yeah, he can see your greatest fear, like, in you by, yeah. you know, like, getting close to you and, I don't know, sticking his claws in your head or something. Well, he got um, Kelly's from across the room, so he just That's true. He just looks at you, I guess. Okay, so he, he figures it out, though, and then he uses that as the, the mode of killing you. Like, Alex's greatest fear was blood, so he, like, drowned her in a bathtub full of blood, and yeah. Kelly's favorite fear was rabbits. Well, no. Oh, there was some weird so backstory there's there. There's an issue with Kelly. Uh, yeah, okay. Because he could see that her greatest fear had to do with this rabbit, but it was a rabbit that was dead that apparently she had killed. She had murdered a bunny in her bedroom like ritually basically. So, she's a psycho. And maybe her fear is being found out, or just maybe. maybe she fears what's inside her. Retribution? Because it was a giant, like, man bunny that came yeah. after her. Which, again, there there was the big man bunny scariness, like in Black Coat's Daughter, the bunny devil. Yes. And Donnie Darko. And Donnie Darko. And Buffy. Because Anya, <laughs> the demon, who is afraid of nothing, is afraid yeah. of bunnies. Before we got to this scene... When he was figuring out people's fears, you were like, my big fear is bunnies. <laughs> yes, I was trying to come up with like, you know, I was doing like the, the Ray and Ghostbusters thing uh -huh. where I'm like, um, I just, I thought of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And you see how that works out. Yeah, obviously I would not want my fear to be bunnies. That wasn't great. <laughs> I'm not sure what they were trying to accomplish with Kelly and that little like weird yeah. thing about the bunny because... It would have been, like, if they had just made it bunnies, I would have been like, oh, she's afraid of bunnies. Some people are. <laughs> sure. And they made it weird and creepy and 
you know, it would have made sense to me. But they had to, like, do this whole little subplot where Kelly is a rabbit murderer for some reason. Yeah. And I feel like they were trying to tie it back to early, like, really early on when Alex asked Miles, is Kelly still in her goth phase? Yeah. Is she, is I Kelly, that is she still trying to be goth? And he's like, yes, well, maybe, well, not really. And I'm like, okay, first of all, what was that? Like, what did yeah. that, the writing of that accomplish? Yeah, I'm wondering now, because I've forgotten that, and it has no bearing on any part of the movie. And second of all, goth doesn't mean you murder bunnies. <laughs> like, that is not what the goth subculture is, like, defined by. I feel like that's what the writers thought it was. Right? It was weird. It was weird. There was like a little sub lesson in this movie. The entire lesson was don't play this stupid game. Don't play this pagan game. Yes. And then the subplot, the sub lesson was don't be goth. Like being goth is bad because you murder bunnies. bunnies. Like, I don't even know. It was weird. Subheading bunnies are good. Bunnies are good. Yeah. I, it was weird. It was very weird. What you don't know, big surprise, mm. but you should know mm. because you saw this other movie. Yes. Is the movie The Butcher Possessions was also very creepypasta type based kind of thing. And it involved kids writing their names on a piece of paper and putting a drop of blood next to it in order to, in this case, beckon the butcher was what they were doing. Same exact thing. That one was a found footage movie. I checked. We both gave it two stars, so it's very good. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, yeah, this is very much the same. I feel like what that tells me is that the people who participate in this creepypasta subreddit (laughs) thing are not necessarily that original. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible they're based on the same story, but, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. So the only... Final thing I want to mention is that it's super weird and creepy. I guess it ties into the idea that you're possessed by the Midnight Man if you win the game. Maybe so. That Grandma, multiple times between the time that she wins and the time that she, like, serves her daughter, her granddaughter up on a platter to the Midnight Man, brings other people into the house with the intention of manipulating them into playing the game, including... The main character, Alex's mother, who... It's grandma's daughter. Right. So she brings her own daughter into the house, and this woman ends up hanging herself over the balcony of the stairs because of this game. Yeah, and grandma was into it. She was like, yay, I'm glad she's dead. She was terrible. Yeah. Very strange. It was very strange. And I which, guess that was her deal. Which then makes me wonder, like, why was this granddaughter so willing to come and take care of her ailing grandma? Like, at first, like, the story-wise, you know, what we're told is that grandma has dementia, or we're led to believe that grandma has dementia. And, you know, because she has, is ailing, the granddaughter has come to help her. But By the end, it's pretty clear that Grandma's been terrible her whole life. It seems that way, yeah. Maybe she was possessed in those other instances as well. Maybe. I don't know. Ratings! Well, here's the deal with this movie. It didn't make any sense. It was ridiculous. 
they showed the monster a hundred times too much. He was just like there. As soon as he appeared, he's just walking around, basically like Freddy, really. Except for Freddy, there's a purpose. He's you know charismatic and goofy, and we're gonna we're entertained by that. This guy was just like blah blah blah, and his whole thing was he had the deepest voice in the world, like Batman, and that was supposed to be scary, and it was so not. It was like, dude, just have a lozenge. You're not doing it. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it was just so silly. Then then there was uh Miles, his his deepest fear was pain. He's scared right. of pain. And he's one of those weird people <laughs> who's scared of being hurt. And then oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much. There's so much and so many layers of what is happening here that it's not okay and it just is a complete failure on every level i mean it's not like the trashy college project kind of movie it's Mm -hmm. fairly professional but it's so bad so i give it one and a half mannequin sheets out of five okay i cannot argue with any of the things that you just said it felt sloppy it felt careless especially the writing yeah i i don't really have a problem with the production values of the movie or the acting or you know i don't think there was anything spectacular about it but there wasn't anything it wasn't bad enough that i spent that i was distracted from the story to make fun of the acting or anything like that I was just distracted from the story because of how terrible the story was. It like, was so bad. It was, it was just not... It didn't feel like there was a lot of thought put into it. Yeah. And and it didn't feel like anybody cared whether it made sense. Which, okay, it came from a Reddit post. Like, I get it. But also, I feel like there are artists out there that if you gave them this same Reddit post, they would come up with something really creepy. Well, I mean, yeah, you know what I would like? Do. I would like to see Jordan Peele Ooh. make a movie based on this Reddit post. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would do something terrifying. I'm sure. My last complaint about the movie is that there was no real resolution. And I get sometimes horror movies are like that, but they have to give you some sense of resolution and then take it away from you. That's, yeah. that's what I oh, think we, makes we, it a story. Yeah, we didn't talk about the finale. Because this, there was, there was no sense of resolution. There was uh-huh. no, there was no idea that maybe the Minuteman was defeated. He wasn't. No, he definitely He's fine. Not. Everybody was murdered. Granny was dead, is dead, but only because she, you know, that was the one piece of resolution is that at least that lady is not <laughs> inviting people into her house and causing them to start up this game. Yeah. But then it ends with what I have to assume was in Granny's will, an estate sale that... Oh, I totally forgot this part. ...involved the game. Now, once again, all nicely, neatly packaged yeah, up. Who so that? who did that? I don't know. But all nice, nice and neatly packaged up, ready for some kid to come along and, like, buy it out of the estate sale. <laughs> I forgot that even that scene has a really stupid part to it where the kid goes, Dad, can I buy this? And his dad looks at yeah. it. It's a box tied up. Can't tell what's inside. It's a, Okay. <laughs> it's a ratty looking box tied up in, like chaotic like black widow spider style tied up like not a nice neat you know both directions kind of bow it's like haphazardly tied Mm -hmm. and he's like doesn't seem like it's dangerous okay yeah specifically i wrote it down because Uh it bothered me so much he says well that looks harmless 
Yeah. No, it doesn't. This box. That, I mean, it's big enough to hold a machine gun, so who they, knows? They don't know what's in it. It's completely locked up. It wasn't big enough to hold a machine well, gun. A, a submachine gun. I mean, I feel like it was like the size of a toaster. Yeah. That's sufficient for I guess smaller. I don't know what it is. Automatic so weapon gun looks like. Anyway, <laughs> you, you, can, you can rig up a pistol to be automatic if you want. Okay, okay. okay. I, I was I was imagining like yeah, something not, big, not long, and scary. Rifle. Anyway, it's all tied up. It looks ratty. They don't know what's in it. The kid's like, he just picks up a random box. Can yeah. I get this? And he's super excited to have a box. Yeah. In fact, the last lines of the movie are the dad says, "Well, what do you think's in there?" And the kid goes, "I don't know. I hope it's a game." No, that box definitely has like body parts or something in it. Yeah, no parent. Yes, yes. No parent would let their kid bring that box home without opening it to make sure that it didn't have some like dehydrated head inside. Yeah, it was bizarre. It really was. Okay, sorry, I got derailed on my rating. You did. But that lack of resolution, that lack of making sense, all of that, I am going to give this movie two mannequin sheets out of five. I'm tempted to go down to a one and a half like you did, but I feel like I haven't done that for any other movies yet. And this one was not worse than other ones that I've given twos to. So I'm going to stick with two. All right. I want you to know Mm -hmm. that... There are 452 comments on the Creepypasta Wiki discussing this midnight game. And one very important question is being asked. Here's the question, and I quote, If the police and SWAT team enters your house during the game? (laughs) Which, I mean, that's a big concern. Does that disrupt the game? I feel like that question itself (laughs) matches the this story so well in that it's very poorly formatted and it doesn't really have an ending (laughs) it's perfect it fits the movie yeah uh yeah i don't know maybe that's the sequel all right well that's the midnight man and uh we will be back tomorrow with another movie are tumbling out of my mouth like bees. Bees <laughs> tumble? <laughs> What's happening right now? You're more concerned about whether they tumble than why they're coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>